Hey guys, uh, Joe here, back with another podcast. Um, this one I'm going to keep short and sweet. Um, the last one I kind of rambled quite a bit um, in terms of some of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, the the subjects that have been on my mind are quite a lot lately. In fact, no, it's one subject, and that has been coming to the realization of it sounds so cheesy. Can I say that? It's, 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 it seems to be a thing that so many people say at the start of a new year. I've come to the realization or I've now understood that this is what I should be doing and so forth. And um, I had this thought in my mind for a long time that if I could go back in time and tell my younger self how to do things differently, life would be so much better. But when I honestly reflect on that idea, I, I, I realized I'd probably be wasting my time <laughs> um, to actually talk to a younger immature and inexperienced younger self um, to try and teach them the things that a 33 year old me now knows would be an impossible task because anything that I would share with my younger self would simply go right over his head and knowing what I was like as, as a younger man I was very arrogant I was quite cocky I thought I knew everything um, I had an answer to every question um, I had a remark with every statement um, and I had just this attitude that I knew absolutely better than everyone else that was around me um, unbeknownst to me because obviously when you I was quite young and quite quite you know quite silly um, unbeknownst to me that my behavior um, at that particular age was costing me a lot of opportunities and it actually cost me some very good relationships um, because I was too stubborn and too blind to my own um, behavior as a young man. So when I, when I reflect back on that idea, and I know many people, in fact, thousands of people have said this, if I could go back in on time and teach my younger self how to do things differently, life would, would be so much better. I, I honestly think that if any of us were to try and do that, um, I, I don't think any of us would be successful because we know ourselves, if we honestly look at ourselves and, and look at who we were and who we are now, I, I think would honestly come to the point of realizing that it probably wouldn't make any difference and you could probably find yourself um, banging your head against the wall because the younger you just doesn't want to listen. Um, so that, that's been hitting my mind a lot. I mean, when I was um, 17, I'm 33 now. Um, 34 and April 24th. Um, hey to all the Brahma Bull tourist people out there. Um, I'm, I'm 34 this year, and when I, when I was 17, I was offered a world of an opportunity to um, be fully funded in terms of a scholarship to radio school. Um, I was under the wing of some of the some of the most talented people that you could ever think of. Um, one of the most incredible creative MCs at the time, and still is, um, Henry Tupper, aka uh, Jandals, um, uh, the, the well-known and well-respected Lua Maynard, who at the time was known as Late Night Lua. Uh, you had Nate, you had Fussy, uh, T Dog Ty, um, all these things that were going on at the time. Um, oh gosh, I was, I'm trying to remember everyone that was there for me at the at the particular time. I had the opportunity to go to radio school all funded for I was going to be taught I had a DJ Jono take me under his wing to teach me how to, how to DJ how to mix how to prepare um, oh gosh I forgot what it was to, basically to learn how to be an effective DJ and how to uh, 
um, the DJ and MC at the same time. Uh, these incredible people taught me these massive skills in terms of how to read the audience and how to woo them and draw them in and be able to to respond back and forth with the energy that the people were giving out. And so the, this particular opportunity would have changed my life completely. Um, and I probably, and I, if I'm honest about it, if, I, if that opportunity did go through and I did study and I did get the scholarship, I think I probably would have ended up on the news as one of those celebrities that just completely soiled his life, completely just destroyed everything that he was working for. Um, you know, that particular time I was, I was getting into, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was trialing out drugs, so I was, I was getting into alcohol. Um, I was in a constant wrestle with the reality that you know that I can't try and be something that I'm not. I was trying to, 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 to formulate myself in such a way that would make my friends be happy with me, not realizing that I was just making things far, far worse. So the thoughts that have been on my mind lately, and I've been listening to this. Um, uh, well, I've been listening to a particular testimony of Steve Harvey um, talking about the the challenges that he went through, and a lot of what he spoke about really resonated with me in terms of. Um, some of the things that were said to me when I was younger, uh, when I when I said, when I said to family, when when I said to friends, when I said to teachers, and I said when I grow up I want to be a, a famous actor, I want to go to Hollywood, I want to be famous, I want to make music, I want to have all this money so I can buy my mum a house and buy my dad a house and a brand new car, all these huge big dreams, um, and I I missed a key moment in my teenage years because I grew up with my mum my mother using constant reverse psychology on me when I, if I'm honest about it my mother actually encouraged me quite a few times she would say son um, if, if you have this opportunity you really need to take it with both hands and you need to nurture care and love this gift and not be so demanding to have everything all at once stop ask don't ask for everything now and want everything now be willing to invest into your gift son and be able to have the patience to write things out because the dream that you're dreaming is a huge dream it's massive and the only way for you to overcome and, 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 and achieve these goals and, and reach that dream is that you start chipping away at these things um, one tiny piece at a time gosh I'm really thinking about stuff now because my mother had when I think about it I, I did not like the idea of singing in front of people I remember um I did Casey and Jojo with a guy named J.P. Robertson in front of the school assembly at De La Salle College in 2002. Uh, on our sixth form year, we were both doing music and we both selected vocals. And so we did um, a, a well-known song by Casey and Jojo. I think it's called Lately. Um, and I remember um, J.P. was a popular guy. Um, and then I, I remember the way the audience looked at me and kind of chuckled and laughed at the way I was singing. Um, I think I was kind of terrible. <laughs> uh, absolutely no real control over my vocals in terms of that particular song. I think that was the problem. I was only learning to sing properly and then I go and tackle a song that is way above my league. Um, so, um, and then when I think back, I remember my, my mother would, would had actually gone to some of the youth leaders and actually asked them, can you please... Um, take my son on board and he, he loves to sing he loves to act he loves to perform 
um, can you please um, take him under your wing? Um, and I didn't know this until one of the other youth leaders came back and told me. And then I found myself just simply by constantly turning up the church and this youth called Rock Youth, an incredible, probably the best youth group, one of the best youth groups I've ever been with. In fact, these guys were the birthplace where I actually started to envision all these big dreams. Um, I was taken care of by this incredible man, incredible leader. His name is Sio Lamatia, a.k.a. Oh my God, I forgot his nickname. He's so going to shoot me with a paintball gun. Um, um, Spartan. Ha! I haven't forgotten your nickname, Seal. Um, and then I was um, gifted with this wonderful teacher named Peter Funga, um, who did everything that I absolutely adored as a young kid. I loved martial arts. I was obsessed with, um, with, uh, with Jet Li. Um, mainly Jet Li, you had Bruce and you had Jackie Chan and all that, but Jet Li, I absolutely loved Jet Li because the acrobatics he was doing, you know, the, the insane moves that he was doing, and um, and Peter Funga was literally personifying all these crazy backflips off a tree, the way he would run sideways on a wall, and then he was absolutely magic on the keyboard, and he took me under his wing and he started teaching me how to sing these particular vocals, um, these particular songs. Um, actually, if I think about it, there was a girl that I had, I got to sing with, and then it was a worship song, and I completely choked because she was beautiful. And I, I remember Peter looking at me, going, "Remember why you're up here singing? You're here to give glory to God." And um, and he kind of looked at me, and he realized that I was completely shy because, um, one, I, I'm absolutely terrible, um, in front of certain women, because when you're young and you're the ugly duckling in the school, all the pretty girls kind of just go, you know, they kind of they kind of go to town on you. But um. I remember that particular teacher, Peter Funga, taking me through the, the ropes and then helping me kind of build some confidence in terms of the future, uh, in terms of um, how to be more comfortable in front of the crowd and realise that I'm not there to perform to the crowd, that I'm doing that for not only God, but more importantly, I'm doing it for myself. Um, fast forward about a year or two later, as I, as, as I grew older, I found myself in another incredible youth called God Zone that was... Um, in which they had a musical tutor at the time, uh, and his name was Nains, uh, was Nains, his name is, it still is Nains. Um, um, and he took so many young people under his wing and, and taught them um, ways to perform, taught them ways to sing, um, how to control your vocals and and to kind of take your craft really seriously. I mean, I've, I've had so many tutors over my life and this particular man, um, was the first to actually kind of tell us young people to not play silly with our gifting. You know, if, if we have a gift, be it singing or whatever, to not muck around with it and to seriously make something of it, to take it seriously because it's a God, a divine given opportunity. It's a gift that's been trusted to you and you can't afford to play willy-nilly with it. Otherwise, you've just wasted something that's been heavenly invested in you. So if you've got a gift, go hard at it. Um, and give it all the respect that it deserves. So, and you know, and and as time would continue, that was probably one of the one of the most pinnacle moments in my uh, performing arts career in terms of chasing that particular dream. I then found myself in a performing arts group called Toro Toro, in which I was part of the Mangai. Um, oh, I can't remember what the um, the junior the junior crew was, but on the Mangai were the um, were the seniors, and I can't remember what the juniors were called. Um, so all part of this dance company called Mikahaka, um, and the group was called Toro Toro. And I, 
lost a tremendous amount of weight. I think that is probably the most fit I've ever been in my life. And I think I was, I had just turned 19. I uh, know I had just turned 18. Um, I got to travel the country. Um, I got to create some um, and choreograph pieces that went all around the world. Um, and I got to, you know, have TV time. I got to do the radio thing at a very young age. I had all these opportunities that were made available to me. And when I look back, if I was to go back in time and tell my younger self how to be more manageable with those opportunities, honestly, I think I'd be wasting my time because I, I, the younger self would just get, I was, I was terrified of standing up for myself. Um, I was completely timid. I had zero confidence. I was always hiding behind other people and... Um, and I think that's why I love performing arts so much because um, I loved it performing arts so much because it allowed me a place to kind of hide and, and kind of shrink behind and allow the, 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 the whatever character that I was performing to be the giant that made me feel good about myself and provide me with that much needed confidence. So like, yeah, so going back in time, would I tell myself to do things differently? Probably not. Actually, I won't. Um, I think I'd rather just be a spectator and kind of just on the outside, just kind of watch everything and kind of, kind of remember, hopefully to be reminded of some of the other amazing memories um, that went on because I've realized that, you know, I've, I've, I've spent, oh my God, I, I, such a long period in my life. Um, in the last decade, I've been focusing and talking about nothing but pain. Um, that's a really honest admission that I'm making right now. I've spent a decade of my life being completely focused on pain. And I've completely forgotten about all these wonderful memories, which I'm now sharing with you. So, um, you know, and it wasn't the end of my career in terms of, of, the, in terms of the performing arts aspect of things. I got to meet more wonderful people. Um, I got to be connected with um, one of the most talented musical organizations that you could ever be a part of. Um, that was the Groove House family. Um, this is where I first um, got my first kind of break as a rapper. <laughs> I was a rapper. Uh, and and, and um, we call it a uh, spoken word um, individual where I got into po I've always written poetry. I, I found early in my life writing was a way for me to um, channel a lot of my emotions and if I, if I ever wanted to deal with the things that I was going through I would always go to my book and I'd just start writing um, and it was I became an extreme introvert so um, meeting the Sadell and Groove House family they introduced me to the idea of um, not just being able to do stuff but actually to have a product in myself that I could put forward to an audience um, again young stupid immature doesn't know what I'm doing back then lost that opportunity and then I had somebody else that just didn't give up again still part of the Groove House family I met this an amazing brother who I later realized was actually a family member of mine um, a cousin of mine um, formerly known as Sticks now known as Lanswell um, um, and, and that the story with that was was an amazing experience where I was simply mucking around with a good friend of ours who we call Bass uh, or Bass Love aka Henry we were having um, spaghetti and, and pisupo or spaghetti and corned beef and we were just cracking jokes. And there's a, there's a famous uh, Samoan uh, radio ho host called uh, 
Kavai. And so um, me and Henry were, were mimicking what some of his phone calls would be sound like when they come through and I would play this radio host. And, and Lancewell just completely blown away by it. Thought, man, there's a gift there that you're wasting and not doing anything with it. You should really look into it. And I really have to credit this particular brother of mine because this was in 2006, I think, or 2008 when he discovered what I can actually be capable of. Um, and to this day, he's still on my case telling me that, you know, you've got something there, you can't waste it, you can't throw it away, you've got such a wonderful gift and you're not investing it, it's a God-given thing. So, look, forgive me if it sounds like I'm blowing my trumpet, what I'm actually doing is edifying all these amazing people. I'm, I'm actually blowing myself away here because I'm starting to talk about the wonderful things in my life, the wonderful memories that I have that I've completely disregarded because I've been so focused on pain. Um... I've been focusing on everything that hasn't gone right. I've been thinking about all the stuff that um, hasn't worked out for me, just completely so focused on all the, the hurt. Um, rather than realizing the, some of the most amazing things that have happened in my career, uh, I had opportunities to go to the USA. I had opportunities to go pursue Hollywood. I had a chance to, to go on radio. I, I got to do little dabs on TV. I had the world at my fingertips. The world, as they say, was my oyster. But... I really threw that away. So can I, when I be honest about it, thinking about everything that I've gone through, um, can I really hold anyone else accountable or blame anyone for why I never got to achieve my goals? No, I'm absolutely being honest about that. Now, I myself have wasted some pretty damn good opportunities, but I'm at a place now where I've come to the realization, I've actually got to the point where I said, hang on a minute, I can't keep doing this. I'm, I'm miserable because I'm doing everything that is not who I am. I'm operating under a purpose and a function that isn't me. I'm not living my dreams. I'm not living the gifts that were given to me. And so I'm throwing all this stuff away, um, pursuing everything that I'm not. It's no wonder why I'm so miserable. <laughs> it's probably, you know, and it's probably some of the, I think that really is the key to a lot of my battles with depression because I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And then just recently, I felt a fire within me ignite and come alive, realizing, hang on a second. I'm not too old to pursue my dream. It is not too late. And because of the general conversation within society is that the older you get, the less possible it is for you to actually achieve your goals. The older you get, the less marketable you are. The older you get, the less money you can make. However, when I'm listening, when I listened to Steve Harvey in the last week, realizing that this particular guy never actually made a big, big time until he was approaching his 60s, and he he had been trying hard since his 20s. That's 40 years, and I, I now feel okay. I now feel comfortable with the fact that my dreams to be on radio, my dream to one day be on a movie set, or my dream to one day. In fact, you know, I think a lot of the stuff that's been happening to me lately have been hints in terms of what's coming in the future. I was working on as a security guard for a TV production show that's soon to come out in about June this year called Head High. Um, and um, so I feel like that was kind of like a prophetic thing, like a like a like a like a like a, like a, like a small taste of what could possibly be this year and the years to come. But I'm going to focus on 2020. I'm really going to give it a, a good go. I mean, I mean, I recently registered with Big Mouth. Um, um, I've 
gone and gathered some of all the material that I've done over the years and just realizing, God, I've, I've missed out on a lot. Um, and so I'm thankful for the people that have always been on my case constantly on me, telling me, dude, you're wasting your talent, go do something with it. Don't just sit around doing nothing. You, you've, you've got to make this work. So um, that's where I'm at now. I really wanted to share that. Um, really wanted to share that experience with you because if I'm honest if I was to go back into the past and share this knowledge and this experience with my young but the younger me he's gonna look at me and thinking who is this old fart who thinks he knows what he's talking about just piss off get out of my way I know what I'm doing I don't need to tell me what to do I'm more good and I'll probably be me young I was actually quite narcissistic as a young as a young man so um, I probably want to slap myself in the face pretty hard but anyway look that's what I, I I did say this was going to be short, and I hope that this particular podcast is exciting for you to listen to, um, and that there's something in there that you could relate to, resonate with, or connect with in such a way that would help you. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I didn't do this podcast in the hope of helping anyone. I just did this podcast because I felt I wanted to just talk about life and share some of these things. Whether it helps anyone, whether it resonates with anyone, great. If it doesn't, great. Um, this is me living my dream. Um, talking about subject being a host of my own podcast so um, or being a host of a a, a version like radio station for myself so look guys thank you so much i I better i've got so much i'm really feeling excited and and i'm buzzing right now because i think this is going to be really really exciting i've made some decisions that i've never made before um i've become an advocate for the word no i'm loving the word no um and i'm realizing that when i've said no, I've prevented myself from a world of heartache and pain. So, man, if I could, God, can I leave anything with you guys? Please learn to say no. If, if you can't do something, say no. Just say no. Um, save yourself the anxiety. Save yourself the stress. If, if you don't want to do something, just say no. You're better off just saying no and being at peace with it rather than doing something. Kind of like, you know, I really wish I wasn't here. I really wish I wasn't doing what I'm doing. I'd rather be at home cooking a barbecue having a beer whatever it is that makes you happy but yeah that's me guys thank you so much wow man 21 minutes going to 22 minutes i said this was going to be quick i said this is going to be quick hey it is what it is i'm excited thanks for hanging around i appreciate it i hope this podcast is cool i hope this podcast is great for you guys and that you guys enjoy it like i said i'm, I'm gonna be honest now I, I said before i'm doing this hoping it will help someone but i'm realizing you know what i'm doing this for me and if by chance it helps someone else, well then, hmm, two birds with one stone. Um, I'll change that. Two breadcrumb, two birds with one breadcrumb. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much. Um, you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, whatever time it is that you get to listen to this podcast. But I really appreciate the fact that you guys even spent the time to tune in and listen to what I have to say. Till next time.